Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. 24 years ago, I started a faith-based philanthropy called Awesome Treasures Foundation. Awesome Treasures Foundation is recognized by the United Nations, is recognized by the United States Congress, and also is affiliated with the Edmond de Rochelle family philanthropy platforms. Awesome Treasures Foundation, of course, started as a family philanthropy that barely turned 30, and I felt it is better to light a candle than to cast the darkness. It is better to look for a solution to the issues that so irritated me about leadership in my country than to just join the fray, the people who complain. I wasn't sure how much of a difference I could make, but I knew at least I could help one person. Perhaps if I helped one person, the one person will help another. I wasn't waiting to become rich, then decide to give back. I thought even as I was, as a 31-year-old, I could do something, anything. I could talk to my neighbor, I could hold a conference, I could write a book. And I did all of these things at once. And now we have a global platform, which is on six continents. And I just returned from a summit in Houston, where I was recognized by the United States Congress for the work that I have done with Awesome Churches Foundation. We are set for another summit in Johannesburg in South Africa. Our summits in Johannesburg always set me thinking because I have to interface with quite a few people. I'm confronted with the effects apartheid has had on the populace and how it could have affected the trajectory of leadership development or otherwise. When we have a summit in the UK too, I'm confronted with the UK's attitude towards leadership and the thinking about leadership. As I go around the world, I see different attitudes towards leadership. I see the North American attitude towards leadership, which, to be honest, most aligns with my own philosophy on leadership, which is the fact that anyone can aspire to be a leader. To celebrate and not penalize the outlier, like, sadly, the construct of society in the United Kingdom often does, wanting you to conform and to fit in instead of to stand out and be distinct. Today's broadcast is about the generational gap I have found in Africa, especially where it concerns knowledge transfer, which will impinge on leadership from one generation to the other. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this break. Awesome Treasures Foundation presents All Joe 2023, holding Saturday, April 22nd, 2023. The Galeria Santin, Johannesburg, South Africa. Time is 12 noon. Don't miss it. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowa, and you can follow me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenowa. And don't forget to get the podcast even for your friends and introduce them to Voice of Change. I had a mini contest on my Instagram page. I don't do giveaways. 
because I believe the very thought of a giveaway, of giving people things for doing nothing, is part of a problem that plagues the entitlement mentality that we find growing and becoming a plague in this day and age. I refuse to say in this generation because I'm not too sure it's age specific. And whenever we say this generation, Gen Ys, Gen Zs and millennials, I, when I say this generation, I'm talking about this epoch, this aeon, this day, this age. So I don't do giveaways. That in itself, I hope is a lesson for leadership. Nothing that lasts comes from doing nothing. Nothing that matters comes from doing nothing, from just surfing, going from page to page on IGN, looking for who says drop your account number. That cannot be the attitude of a leader. Therefore, I had a contest and I asked my South African followers about some questions that they would know if they knew popular culture from 20 years ago. But when asking about Sarafina, a young lady, I don't know who, so don't feel sensitive, which is another generational thing. She said, I just knew it was about some school children who were fighting. I was like, what? You believe that Serafina was about school children who were fighting? No, Serafina was a musical about an uprising of students who rebelled against the practice of being taught in Africans. Africans being the language of the colonizers of South Africa at that time who are Dutch origins. So serious was the uprising that schools were burnt. The students burnt their own schools and they were out of school for years. University of Ife, where both my parents were professors, art, took in so many South African students for free on full scholarship. We entertained South African students for lunch at my house. I know it for a fact because I remember talking to them at lunch. The Nigerian government spent billions of dollars on fighting apartheid in South Africa. As a strong member of the British Commonwealth, Nigeria pushed for sanctions against the apartheid government and finally got its way. At one of the landmark Commonwealth conferences, I remember the Nigerian government issued over 300 passports to South Africans wishing to travel abroad. I remember Sonia Coulson's fire in Soweto, I burning all my people. And I will sing that song as a child. And for me, my people were South Africans. The passion was real, as we all sang. But now the relations between both countries could be better, as reports of necklacing, Nigerians, amongst other Africans do. And a wave of misunderstandings. I would hate to use any of the phobia words, as this misunderstanding sweep through the land world remembering what used to be the warm relations of the past the sacrifices on both ends will that help us in healing the present wounds will it be useful for nations to never allow some incidents some events some actions to leave the public consciousness will that help to guard against more hurt more wounds more pain it was June 1976, and this is 47 years later. Well, you could say it's 50 years, and 50 years in the life of a young person is ages. But 50 years later, someone does not know what Serafina was about. Some school children fighting. Whose fault is that? 
I have decided it is our fault. It is the fault of those who witnessed these things and did not tell their children. It is my fault if I don't let my son know what it was like growing up in an age when I hear martial music on radio and I know there's yet another military coup. It is my fault if I don't let my sons know what it was like rioting in University of Ife at that time, marching to town over two kilometers from campus and watching. I was standing right next to the student union president, Owosheni. He knew nothing about what happened. But all of a sudden we saw prisoners being released from the prison, looking stunned. I remember that the prisoners, a lot of them, first didn't even know where to go. He had nothing to do with it, but I was there at the tribunal watching as the school was shut down for what we call 4.5, four and a half months. And I was at the tribunal just watching as this young man had to answer for crimes he knew nothing about. I understood firsthand being a young student of leadership from when I was three years old, what that meant that an uprising, a revolution can spiral out of your hands and always does. So I wrote a book, Beyond My Dreams, a thinly veiled book on leadership <laughs> about patriots. Thinly veiled with uh, drama, romance, which young people, old people, male and female, have read several times. I met a young lady in Houston who had read this book cover to cover over five times. Her uncle had to contact me and say she has to meet you. I met a young lady here in Nigeria who had read the book 11 times. Uh, I've heard about young men who have read this book cover to cover again and again. I have seen 33-year-old investment bankers read this book three times and then go get books on the history of Nigeria to understand what kind of people I was describing in this book and if they ever existed and begin to discover that, yes, there was a time when young people actually were in power in Nigeria, when 29-year-olds ruled the country. Do you know that as a young person, that there was a time when this great country was ruled by 29-year-olds? Now, do you want to know if it made a difference what their age was? Do you want to know if age matters? All these learnings are in the public space, and we shall be taking the journey on Voice of Change. In the next few weeks, looking at the history of Nigeria, I am going to be speaking facts in history. Facts, they are not contestable. They are facts. Facts that I have checked with the generals who are involved. I spoke to them. Some have now sadly passed while they were alive. And they were a part of what was going on. Verified facts, regardless of what any biased party has told you. I will be giving you verified, checked facts about what has happened in this country. If you do not understand where we're coming from, you cannot understand where we're going to. You cannot understand what we're going through and you cannot understand where our destination is. If you don't know history, history has a way of repeating itself until you know history, learn from history and therefore arm yourself with the correct tools to recalibrate, rechart the course of history. Get ready to learn with me and get ready to go on a journey with me to breach the past and the present. And don't forget, Voice of Change is available on Spotify and iTunes. Don't ever miss an episode. Every week I do this because of you. 
I am committed to raising the leader in you.